Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe. I'm a sales and marketing coach and strategist for health coaches, life coaches, and wellness professionals who want to become a leader in their field by building their online community, rocking their sales process, and finally feeling confident about how they promote themselves and their marketing. On this show, we talk about tips to grow your business, save yourself time, and finally be able to create a sustainable, profitable business. Let's get into it. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Zero to Hero Coach Program. This is my four-month program teaching coaches and online service providers how to grow your online business, book clients consistently, overcome your sales fears, and finally rock your social media visibility. If you struggle to create a sustainable coaching business, this program is for you. Check out HaleyRowe.com and book your free strategy call with my team or myself today. Thank you. Hey there, we are going to talk today about what was it like in the beginning of my coaching business? How did I get through those hard times, that rejection, that learning curve, all the different things that you guys might be going through on your coaching journey as you are new, as you are overwhelmed and feeling like there's so much you have to learn. There's so many things that you feel like you need to be doing based on the gurus and whatnot, right? So we're gonna talk about this because I had a client recently ask, what was it like uh, at the beginning? And what did you do to stay the course and stick with it? Um, because let's face it, starting a business is definitely a commitment. It's definitely scary. There's risk involved. Um, you have to learn how to become a better leader and, and a lot of different skill sets that you're gonna have to, there's a lot of skills you'll have to learn. And so I was like, you know, that's a really good question. I need to think about that because part of me doesn't remember because I'm so focused on the next moment, the next moment, and um, obviously thinking positive so I block out things that were hard <laughs> in my life. But the other part of me was like, no, I'm gonna brainstorm on this and really think back to what was I doing and look back at some of my records and stuff. And I did, and I um, came up with some ideas I wanted to, to share with you today and, and things like just kind of philosophies I had at that time that I think carried me through. And it was a really good reminder for me too because it, it just reminded me that I still have these things, but sometimes they get put on the back burner or you get a little lazy or complacent. And it reminded me of that drive I had at the very beginning. So we're gonna talk about those. So the first thing is I did, at the very beginning of my business, I was relentless about doing two hours of outreach per day, minimum, okay? And this was while I had other side jobs. This was while I was kind of um, learning what I still even wanted to offer, things like that. But I was building relationships with potential clients for two hours a day, whether that means sending valuable trainings to somebody who shared a struggle with me that in a training that was about that struggle they had and saying, check this out, let me know what you think, let me know if it's helpful and we can talk more if, if you find it helpful. Um, whether that was sending a welcome message to a new Instagram follower and saying, thank you for the follow, I'd love to hear more about you. Um, stuff like that, I spent two hours on and I timed myself and I made sure that there were no, there was no social media scrolling and, and counted into that time, but I did that pretty much every single day. And the other thing that I did and had to do was 
see every rejection, no, um, et cetera, but like, I guess, uh, obstacle as a blessing. And how could I turn it into a win in some way, shape or form? So a win to me could mean a lesson, like, oh, I need to get better at something. It could mean that I, um, that maybe the no I got for coaching could still turn into a referral or a podcast review or, hey, let's stay connected in my free Facebook group. It, it sometimes um, would turn into a downsell. So if, oh, I didn't sell my big package, maybe I can offer my course or whatever. So I think sometimes people get blinded by the outcome they want and then they don't see other opportunities to turn something into a win. And there's always, almost always, a way to turn everything into a win or a really, really good lesson that you can use for the future or a really good piece of content based on what happened that you know now you can share this lesson. So I always was trying to pay attention to those things and not just knock off something as, ugh, that sucked and that's that. I would try to turn it into a win. And I still do that. But um, the next thing is resourcefulness. So if you are stuck in this stage of thinking, I don't have the time, I don't have the money, I don't have a coach, um, there, it's really important to be resourceful AF, okay? So what I mean by that is, how can you look at templates that somebody in your field, like let's say there's somebody you really admire in your field, and you get their newsletters, and you're like, what about this gets them these results? Dissect it, and you maybe say, oh, the template is generally, she starts with a statement about blank, then she goes into the body, then she goes into a call to action, I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna try it on my social media. And you're not copying the content, but you're looking at structure and you're looking at what's working for other people. And you're not comparing yourself, you're looking at this from a business owner mindset, not a, oh, poor, you know, she's doing so well with this, I'm, gonna, I'm a loser because I don't know how to do that. It's more of a objective, uh, you know, overview of how can I take this structure, take something that's working for somebody else and um, come up with my template, my structure. What do I like from that that I wanna use? So that's another thing. Another thing you can do with resourcefulness is like looking at, again, who you admire and who's your people to watch list and seeing what are their um, comments on their, on their posts and, and gathering your own understanding of what the market needs from those. So comments on posts where maybe people say what they're struggling with and um, you guys you know, share a common market and you're like, oh, people really struggle with blank. Interesting, interesting. So you're gathering this research, right? So you're being resourceful by looking at structure, looking at what's working for other people, looking what the market, at what the market wants. And from there, you're taking action. You don't need it, you don't even need a coach. However, in the beginning of my business, I did get a coach. I've worked with a couple coaches actually. And my first big investment was a group program. And during that, that group program, I learned so much and I was so overwhelmed. But at the same time, within that program, I started making my investment back. My confidence grew. I felt like I wasn't the only one or I felt like people understood me. And then within about, mm, I, I would say four to eight months, after that group program was over, most people would say, well, within the program, I didn't hit my 15K months or whatever the goal was. 
but what you need to look at is after the program, it continues to have an ROI. So even after I graduated the program, that was when actually everything I learned in the program really started to compound and take off. And I made back much more than my investment in that group program. And I continued to look at the modules and fine tune my skills. And it, and you know, I built relationships in that program. And it was like the best thing as a starting point for me as a beginner to learn from somebody to grow and have that resource, you know, that resource available. And even if you knock yourself for, well, I'm not doing enough when I'm in the program, just know that that stuff over time, you have it for life, you develop new skills for life, you learn about yourself, and it really does pay off in more than one way, more than just an ROI way, but also the skills you learn, the people you meet, things like that. And if you are struggling, my suggestion, the best way to stay the course is to have that group, is to have a coach or a mentor. And so if you, you know, just um, side note, the wait list for the Zero to Hero Coach program is open right now and we are kicking off in January to help you book more clients you love, to help you get clear on how you can increase your online visibility to convert more sales, things like that. So anyways, um, being resourceful is really, really important. The next thing that I had to do was measure, detach my personal identity and treat myself like an actual business owner who was an affiliate for my company, who was the representative for my company. So not taking things personally and instead measuring my metrics and also measuring um, my input um, more than my output is really important. So in other words, here's a common problem I see coaches get into. They want X output and they're so focused on that output, but they're not ever paying attention to, okay, what will, what would that require? What's the daily process or the daily steps I would need to take to do that? And measuring their progress and momentum based on that input and feeling whole and good and, and in momentum about their progress by doing the input rather than getting beating down on themselves for not having the output yet. So it's really important to choose what are your client building activities, what's the next step, and measure your metrics to measure your progress. Much more important than measuring the output that's not there yet because the input is what gets you to that output. The other thing you have to keep in mind is measuring your progress um, by how you choose to measure your progress. So in other words, I, in the beginning, when I had a small amount of people seeing my posts and the people watching my lives, you know, I'd get really nervous and I'd have one or two people on there from high school or whatever. One thing that helped me stay the course and feel like not get in the mindset of why bother, right, was um, measuring my progress by how, if, if I got a message or a comment from somebody saying, hey, this was helpful, or thanks, or I really liked this, or, you know, asking me a question that, you know, was gonna help them further. I measure my progress based on if I got one tiny message comment thing of somebody saying this was valuable, this was helpful. And if I didn't get that response, now obviously you shouldn't need other people to validate you, but to me, it drove me to create really good content. It drove me to think about what does my audience need to hear today. It drove, it motivated me to put out what I thought people would find valuable and what would change their life and what would help them in some way. And that 
my input was better because I was trying to, you know, make sure I was helping somebody each day. And that's really why we're doing this in the first place if you're a coach. So um, to me, that was a really good way to uh, measure if I'm, am I doing something right here, right? If people find this valuable, am I helping somebody today? And that one person can have a ripple effect over time. And as uh, Keith, I can't remember his name. Oh man, I don't remember his name, but he always says the concept of having 1,000 true fans and that being all you really need to succeed in your business. Um, I think that's really true, but we're not gonna go into that today. So anyways, um, the other things. Number one, saw, oh, I had to remember, you had to measure your wins. So literally, I would track my gratitude for the post I put out <laughs> that got some likes. I would write down a win of um, somebody responded to my message today. I would write down the win of um, I nailed my morning routine today. Like you have to be sure that the way that you progress is not by bullying yourself into action, it's by acknowledging the wins that you're building and staying in that state of gratitude, appreciation, I'm learning, I'm growing, and momentum, um, that was really important on my journey as well. The other thing is, I saw everything and everyone as an opportunity, an opportunity for a new relationship, an opportunity for um, a collaboration, or a partnership, or uh, if, for example, if I was going, like, I'll give you an example, there was a local shopping party, and I would put in the goodie bags a flyer, and you know that to me was an opportunity. So pretty much opening your eyes and ears to what, where are the opportunities rather than focusing on all the things of like, I have no followers, I have no people who are interested in reaching out to me, that kind of thing. You have to look at, well, what are, where can I show up? Where can I be present? Where can I pitch in? And, and um, that turns something into an opportunity today. And the other thing to think about, and if you're watching this, comment a one below if this is helping. Um, but the other thing you have to remember is, I said no to, you have to say no to things on your, on your business journey. So in other words, you cannot continue to show up as the same person you were yesterday to change your today, right? So I had to start saying no to free coaching. I just start saying no to, um, social media distractions. I had to say no to TV for a little while. While I was building this business, while I was ultra focused, right? So find out what are the things you need to start saying no to, to give more room to your coaching business. And there were times when I did make some sacrifices, right? And still to this day, I do. I think every entrepreneur does, right? So sometimes, uh, a lot of times actually in the beginning, I worked on weekends or um, I would work a side job to support what I wanted to do, right? So you have to um, understand that you are going to, it's gonna be a lot and that's okay, but what are you willing to do? What are you willing to feel on this journey to start putting in the input that you need to have to get the output that you want? And the other thing that was really important is, um, creating win-win ideas. So, so often I see new coaches who are beginners, expect people to come to them, um, expect that they can't make anything and they can't be on a podcast or they can't 
um, have a certain guest on their podcast or anything like that. But the truth is if you come up with a creative way to make something a win-win for both parties, then you can skyrocket your business. Um, so think about if you have a big aspiration to be on somebody's podcast and they might have a bigger audience than you or something like that. Think about creatively, how can I make this a win-win for them? And if you've ever heard Gary Vee, he always talks about how, you know, if you sent somebody who you admire a DM on Instagram and said, like, I'm gonna use a video, let's say you're a video producer, and you say, I'll make three videos for you for free if you just um, share my logo on the video or something like that. That's creating a win-win and you're putting up some upfront work, but you're making it a win-win and you're getting a big opportunity in front of a big audience. And you have to be that kind of person who can be resourceful to come up with those kinds of things if you want to grow your business. Um, the other thing that really helped me was I only, uh, I didn't, I didn't, what's the word? I wasn't delusional. So I didn't count uh, meaningless activities. So in other words, if I was um, scrolling social media or posting a post, I didn't really count that as like a money generating activity. And I think we have to get in the um, understanding of when we're prioritizing our day, we gotta put the money generating, client generating, impact generating um, activities before the activities like, I'm just gonna, you know, post a cool picture today and something like that. So I, and I, at first I would say I didn't know what those activities were and I thought posting was what was gonna get me clients. But then over time you start to see, mm, you know what's weird? I had that one call with uh, my dad's friend and that led to a referral and that led to a client. And so hmm, that, uh, that conversation worked much better than me posting 10 posts on Instagram with zero followers right so you have to ask yourself what are the meaningful activities and put those first the other thing is um think about oh here it is this is the last one your mindset your number one job is to manage your own mindset your number one job is to manage your own self so i spent a lot of time in my business it was time well spent listening to things that helped me shape a new identity and get over my sales fears and um, give me a positive mindset and helped me visualize my future. So I was a big fan of listening to things like Abraham Hicks, the Life Coach School podcast. Um, at the time, at the this was like three or, I don't know, maybe four years ago, or 2017, I was a big fan of School Greatness with Lewis Howes. And my content that I listen to has evolved over time. As you continue to grow, you kind of want new content. But um, that was so important to start my day with something small in my morning ritual that would help my mindset and writing my goals every single day in the present tense, really important. Because it gets you thinking every single day about what can I do to start creating that? What inputs can I be doing? And I was a big fan, and I still am, of the book, The 10X Rule. Really good book, highly recommend it. Helped me on my journey, helped me not BS myself, um, and I highly recommend it. And the last thing I would say too, is you can't, you have to get over this idea that you have to be perfect, and you have to just ask what's the one tiniest small step. Keeping up is easier than catching up, as Elizabeth Benton says. And there's a book called, called Tiny Habits, 
and they were sharing the story in the book that there was a, a psychologist or something and a client together and the guy realized the client realized he really wanted to start working out and so he, the client came up with the idea of hey what do you got what do you think of me going home and trying to start um 30 minutes of strength training twice a week i mean sorry of uh, four times a week or something like that and the psychologist was like okay cool go try that i hope it helps your mood i hope it helps um and then he comes back a couple weeks later the client and his head's between his you know, he has bad posture and he's feeling sad about himself and because he didn't do it, he didn't stick with it and he hadn't strength trained in a long time and he couldn't fit it in a schedule and it was, it was a big step for him. And so then the psychologist says, well, what if um, you just start with this five minute body exercise workout that I'll share with you and you do that twice a week and the guy's like, that's not enough for me to make change twice a week, easy, okay, I'll do this five minutes twice a week. So he goes home, he could actually do the tiny habit, he starts to build his confidence up, he starts to overachieve that, because it's like, oh, it's only five minutes, and he comes back and he has more confidence, and he's presenting himself differently, and whatever, right? So the same thing applies in your business. There were days where only I did, I didn't hit my two hours of outreach, I hit 20 minutes. There were days when I, um, didn't you know I, I felt like i spent all day on my website but i still made some form of progress in my business and i think we have to not have this all or nothing mentality it doesn't have to be like a linear chart it can be like this but you're still over time creating a chart that is going up and improving and that's really important to stay the course and understand that that small the small actions add up every single day so if you have any questions, let me know. And if you are interested in joining the waitlist for the Zero to Hero Coach Program Inner Circle, which is my signature program to help you book more clients online without needing a ton of paid advertising, we can go that route if you want to, not, not bashing paid advertising, um, but getting you started with building your online visibility, building your program that you wanna offer and the change you wanna make in your niche and your messaging and all that stuff, and marketing it to the right people, with sales skills, without sales fears, things like that. Let me know if you are interested in that and we can set up a free intro call. You're not obligated to sign up if you book a call. It's just a call, but um, we can talk a little bit more on the call. Okay, have a great day, everybody, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you liked it and wanna reserve your very own free sales audit, go to hayleyrow.com slash strategy hyphen call to book your very own free sales audit. On the call, we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients, how to overcome those concerns, how to coach through objections, how to change your mindset around sales and improve your sales process so you can be closing and converting more clients. I can't wait to connect with you and go to hayleyrow.com slash strategy hyphen call to take the first step. Thanks so much. Have a good day.